sweet. <clears throat> so, what'd you get me? <laughs> I didn't know we were gonna need any sisterhood affirmation this year. I mean, since you got a man, Tony's got a man, I got a man, Maya got... Am I what? Huh? Huh? Say it. Maya didn't have a man, idiot went out and screwed up her marriage. Did you guys even think about how this day would make me feel? Oh, well, oh my I God, just... I'm sorry. Maya, I, I, I guess... I didn't think. No, no, you weren't thinking because no one was thinking about Maya. Did Maya get flowers? Maya get a car? Maya get a little peekaboo nighty? Uh-uh. Maya didn't get diddly, but you know what? I'm not petty. I'm not. I hope all of y'all get what you want. I do. In fact, I hope Cupid shoots an arrow through all y'all's asses. Thank A girlfriend's podcast. My name is Nettie. And I am Etsy. And today's episode is called Happy Valentine's Day, Baby? Baby? Mmm, I like this one a lot. I really like this one, and I love that when it's juicy, it's a Mara story, mm. as always. So I'm super excited to get into this one. Yes. So, Etsy, what have you been up to? Uh, you know. Chilling like a villain out here, getting my plans together for the first for the first quarter of the new year, twenty twenty two. Hey, almost two years of COVID. Uh. Is that is that? Did I make it dark? Yeah, I just had to say that we live in real realistic times here. So, but mm. um, I'm trying to think of anything I watched. Oh my god, I am loving the morning show. You introduced me to that show. If you guys don't know about the morning show, please go to Apple TV or wherever you watch your shows no. and find both seasons <laughs> of the morning show. It has um Jennifer Aniston in it and Reese Witherspoon, our girl. Yes. And they are great in it. I know they're like mad, corny, white. This. Ignore that. It's a great show. Yeah. They're, they're usually not in our, um, what do I want to say? Peripheral. Yeah, our, our sphere of, of influence. Yeah, yeah. That type of content. But I'm Isn't so Isn't it happy. amazing? Oh, I haven't even watched man. season two. I know that shit gonna be mad good. I need another, I need you to bring me some other stuff. I need you to give me some other 8.3s, 8s. I fucking watch it. Cause this shit, that shit was fire. And you know what? I don't know how you got on the show or how you found out about it, but Jesus Christ, shit's hitting hard. It hits it hard. It was, I seen it on some type of uh, old school marketing, like an actual uh, billboard. And I was like, oh, these two, I know these two white bitches. A lot of white bitches <laughs> I don't know, but I know these two. <laughs> I was like, I know these girls. Oh my Is God. Is that Friends and Legally Blonde? <laughs> Them white you bitches? You know what's funny? I haven't, of course I don't watch Friends. That's, nah, I ain't watching Friends. I'm not supporting it. I don't watch it. Friends either. Uh-uh, yeah, <laughs> but so I don't know. I, I've never seen nothing with Jennifer Aniston in it except for this. I know she acts, but I ain't never seen shit with her in it. Yo, it's all me white either. shit. So Yo, I've never watched a Jennifer Aniston film. Never seen a movie. Never seen nothing. Or or the show except That's for this. Crazy. But Reese, obviously, Reese. I've seen Fear. I've seen um, Cruel Intentions everywhere. Reese, Reese be acting. Oh, Reese is booked and busy. But I'm yeah. like, do I want to watch Little Fires now? Because I'm like, in my mind... That shit is good. Watch is that it? shit. Don't play with Miss Olivia Pope. That shit is good, my nigga. That's another yeah, 8.9 It's like, up. I see I see Reese as this character. I'm like, do I want to see her as another character right now? 
Did you? Okay, let it marinate for a little bit. Okay. And then get into little fires everywhere. That shit is good. <laughs> okay. I'll check it out. I'll check it out yeah. on this uh, little break that I have coming up. So, mm-hmm. I'll see. But Reese Witherspoon, oh, girl, you is out You did that. And she getting her money, too. I mean, Jennifer Aniston's good, too, but she's you know, good, too. Jay, but... Jay Aniston, she going to come through and do, she do, do what thing. she do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, just had to take, talk about that because that was just something that I've been loving lately. But we can get into this episode. Well, the original so. air date was February 10th, 2003, written by Mara Bronca Kill. And I will start off this cold open. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's a Valentine's Day episode and we see Tony. She's sleeping in bed, but there's rose petals everywhere in her blankets and she wakes up all angry. We obviously know it's some kind of romantic gesture. She doesn't get it right away. Uh, you left the window open again. Now there's bogan via all over my bed. Damn it. They're rose petals, Tony. Apparently you can blame a guy for trying. <laughs> so she thinks that the window let all this shit in. She doesn't understand that it's a Valentine's Day thing. <laughs> I never thought of that. That does look like if you left the window open and the shit just came on in the window. Mm-hmm. But, so he brings the, the breakfast in bed. I don't know how I feel about breakfast in bed. I always feel like you could spill something real easily. Like the juice. I mean, if you have a, um, if you have a, a tray, you'll, you'll be fine. I do breakfast in bed sometimes. A oh, good shit. tray. Yeah, girl. When I have a day off, bitch, I'll you go make tray, my shit. Yeah. Yeah. Bougie. Yeah, everybody, everybody out there, I highly recommend getting yourself a really good tray. You can get them for like very affordable prices at Home Goods, Marshalls, etc., etc. Super cute, and you can do whatever you want. Yeah, not an ad, not sponsored. However, you can sponsor us. Shout out to Home Goods. Oh yeah, you can. We're just letting you know that we're not just faking the funk. I believe Etsy. Yeah, Etsy saw the truth there. That's cool, man. Because they always make it look real cute on TV. And I always think, dang, what if you your leg bumps like a, the juice or some shit? But, if it uh, does, it, sp- it spills on the tray. You gushy. It's not going to get on your, um, your sheets. Mm, mm, okay, okay. So uh, in addition to that, Todd gives her a gift and a card. She reads for the gift first, like, duh. He says, no, 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 read the card first because it's polite. So she takes the card out of the envelope and on the front of it is a black couple, which is like, why, Todd? Why? <laughs> You're not black. So who's the couple? It's obviously not y'all. He, he couldn't find no interracial cards. They didn't have that back then. Well, nowadays you can just order it online or make it yourself online. But back Ooh. then you go to Hallmark. I don't think Hallmark was progressive like that. But you know, if you're going to put a black couple on a card, it better be Michelle and, uh, and Barry O. <laughs> what other couple why we need a black couple that ain't y'all i don't know mm-hmm. but um and did she say some shit where it looked like they running through cotton <laughs> yes they're like running through a field of dandelions or some shit but it looked like cotton but dang todd you stupid as hell with picking that so Man, but she opens up the gift box <laughs> it's sapphire earrings and she's excited about that and she's like see that's why you got to let me open up the gift first because then the card doesn't matter to me. And then we get our mm-hmm. theme. That's a very good point, Tony. Very good point. Mm-hmm. So next we're at the lunch spot and Maya and Joan walk in there. William's on the phone with Monica and he's canceling their dinner because he doesn't know what time he's getting off of work, in quotes. Mm-hmm. So he's still pretending that he actually works at the firm, even though he quit a few episodes ago. 
And he also pretends people are yelling for him to get off the phone. Get off that phone, Mr. Dent. Well, you heard the judge, baby. I gotta go. Happy Valentine's Day. He's deep. He's deep in this lie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And we already know that Monica has a lot of close ties with William's law firm. And her dad is their biggest client. I'm thinking she probably already knows. That's what I'm thinking. How could she not have checked on him, gone over to the law firm to like drop off his lunch or to talk to someone? I don't know. Maybe her dad went in there and was wondering where William was. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It just feels like kind of dicey to be lying to her like this. Any other girl, you could do this. You could lie. You could fake this. But Monica, Mm -hmm. she does. I feel like she does her due diligence. So he gets off the phone and Joan encourages him just to tell Monica the truth. He doesn't want to do it because it's Valentine's Day and he doesn't want to mess up his nookie. (laughs) So next, Tony and Lynn pop into the lunch spot as William's leaving. And Joan seems to have gifts because it's a new Valentine's Day tradition that she's trying. That's really cool. That's cute. I used to have like girls nights for Valentine's Day in college. We did movies and drinks. That's mad cute. Like a singles party. So she decides she just wants to hang out with the girls for Valentine's Day because Ellis doesn't want to do anything. Oh, she told him not to do anything. And that's when she looks around at the girls. She's like, okay, what'd you guys get me? But they don't, they didn't get her nothing. Lynn, I think it was Lynn who points out, like, we didn't know we were going to need to do this because everybody got a man this year, (laughs) except for Maya. They totally forget that Maya's single. Can you imagine? Is that interesting how the only married one or did they get a divorce already? I don't think they signed the papers. I can't say. I don't know. They didn't give us an update on whether it was official. But yeah, my how the tables have turned. Mm hmm. She's always been the one, the only one who would have a man and making fun of other people for not having a man. Mm, that goofy pick me shit. <laughs> well, I mean, she was already picked. She had the. She, yeah, <laughs> but it's still pick me behavior. Like, oh, well, you don't have one. That's what I'm saying, because even if it's your husband, that nigga will embarrass you real quick, child. Stay woke out here. Oh, it don't matter. <laughs> Oof, that, I felt it. I um, advise y'all to just zip it. Yeah. See, now look at her. After all that talking trash about how they tight and everything's going well for them, look at the position she's in. I'm not trying to blame the victim here. Is she the victim? She's not the victim. I'm not trying to blame her. She's not really a victim. But, 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 let's not forget Darnell was fucking bitches when he was dark-skinned Darnell. The fuck? Yeah, everything was just bad. The only thing is Maya Maya shouldn't even been talking trash to the girls when she was with a man and the rest of the girls ain't have men. I feel like this is kind of like atonement for that. Mm-hmm. No, words are powerful. So. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's when Maya starts to play the victim, basically saying uh, they never considered how this day is affecting her. And uh, Maya accuses everyone of not thinking about her. When in fact, didn't Joan just hand her a fucking gift? Shut up, Maya. Open a fucking gift. But she's really bitter about the whole thing and she storms off. And Lynn talks about her whole situation with Savad. She has a man, but she's horny as hell. Mm. and she can't even dang why are you with him what a tragedy tony asks this really weird question well she phrases it weird she says um so the poet is still claiming he's celibate claiming no i think i really believe he's celibate there's no claim Me too. why she said it like that she says it like he's lying but i'm pretty sure he's yeah. not lying lynn said savad just wants to have a candlelit picnic and then just talk i think that's cool that's cute. He got a gift too, right? 
I mean, he was gonna read our poem. Uh, 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 I don't know about that that, that cheap shit, but yeah, child, I guess I mean, if you like it, I love it. Oh no, I don't know. I, I would hate it if I was expecting a gift and a dude just read me a poem. Yeah, like, is the diamonds inside? Like, what the fuck? Where the jewelry? The fuck? Yeah. Uh, sure. So they have the picnic or whatever. <laughs> They're having a picnic, and Joan notices Tony's earrings. And she gets jealous because Ellis didn't get her nothing. But what? Yeah. How the fuck is Ellis some type of? I don't know how big time of an actor he is, but you know he was featured in People magazine, and I assume he's getting a cute coin, and he ain't get you nothing. What type of well, shit is she that? did say she ain't. She said don't give me nothing, but she ain't really. Why mean she it. said that? You know, to seem humble, like I ain't trying to get your money or nothing like that. You Shut know, up. I ain't expecting you, much. You ever seen that tweet where the girl said um, she was on a date with a guy? <laughs> and then she was like, oh, I'll get this. And he's like, all right. Oh, she was trying to um, to seem like, oh, no, don't worry. I'll get it. Like, I just expected him to be like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. But he was like, all right, cool. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Y'all be volunteering shit. Don't be. Hell yeah, I'll hate you real quick. Yeah, say how you really feel. Because, uh, <laughs> man. But Tony pulls out the card and talks to the girls about the black card. It's not a black card. It's, you know, it got a black couple on it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she asked Joan, what you think? What would you think if your man gave you a card like that? And Joan said, um. She said she don't care because she got the, um, the sapphires. Yeah, she don't care about that if she got the earrings. And then Tony goes back over the whole thing. Because I'm the first black girl that he's dated. And? And that's all I am to him. His forbidden fruit, his his chocolate drop, his ebony mandinga. And uh, while she's ranting, one of the waiters comes over and brings Joan a frittata. A frittata. And she's like, no, nah, no, nah, I ain't order nothing. He's like, you're Joan Clayton, right? She's like, yeah. Then look under your frittata. And there's a note. It's from Ellis. And he yeah. wants her to go on some type of um, scavenger hunt yeah. or some shit. Is that something grown people do? Yeah, I don't know. I think they kind of too old for that. Well, whatever. Unless, unless it's a scavenger hunt, like something really big. Like, oh shit, my nigga. Like, we we a we car. going to the Maldives for a week. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> we going to Fiji. Um, <laughs> we going to Bora Bora. Like, what we gonna do? But don't be scavenger hunting me for some regular old. We going out to dinner. Like, please don't don't scavenger hunt me, and then we end up at Applebee's. Like, real talk. <laughs> The last note is a is a fucking like reservation and coupon for them Applebee's appetizer platter or some shit. Right. But this is from Ellis. The note says, "Happy Valentine's Day, baby. Breakfast is on me. Now hurry up and eat, then run to the office and get your next treat." Love, Ellis. Oh my God, you guys are sending me on a scavenger hunt. I'd be like, yo, you better make sure I got time of my day for this shit. Right. I hope she... Was this a work day or was this her off day? Nah, this was a, a work day because he says head over to the office to get your next treat. Oh, I assumed it was her off day because how would he know that she has time to go to the office? Because I assumed because she works there and she's one of like the top lawyers that she just has access to the office during off days as well. That's what I thought. You know what I'm about to do, right? <laughs> You about to what? Look at us. I'm about to see what day that was. February 14th of 2003. 
I'm dead. Um, it was a Friday. It was a work day. So it was an office. Yeah. Okay, I tried, Joe. Yeah. So Joan's super excited about this, and she gets up to head over to her next clue. We don't see her get to the office to get her next clue. Mm-hmm. The next scene, she's in her house, mm-hmm. and she's reading the next clue. And it says, You got your bracelet, your flowers, your favorite CD. Now go home and change so you can come and see me. Go home and change so you can come and see me. That's okay. cute. He got a little dress and shoes and shit waiting for her. Yeah. What do you think How of that? How the fuck he get that shit in the house? Did Maya well, he help? Probably got a, he probably got a key. That nigga got a key? Joan be handing out keys. <sighs> Especially to her, her, uh, her dudes, yeah. Hmm. I'm more, I'm more like, how you got her size like that? I, it if, fit her perfect. If he has access to the key, he's just gonna or look in closet. the closet. Mm-hmm. But she walks in, and at first she don't see the dress. It's her. Who's over there with her? Maya. Maya's with her. Maya. Do you like Maya's hair in this episode? I did not like it. It was given. Come home late. It <laughs> seems you've been. <laughs> What, like she done been through some shit? Nah, it looked like that. Like the hairstyle, the video, the early two thousands. I remember that song, and it's kind of coming back to me. I, the video is kind of blurry, but it, I'm kind of seeing through the blur here. Um, it just look, it looked like a wig that wasn't set right. Yeah, it looked very wiggy. It was a little skew, as they say. It was. <laughs> you know it was a skew. Them wigs that Whitney used to wear, like in the early two thousands. <laughs> I heard it all before. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I guess. So she sees a dress and she gets super excited, goes to put it on. And that's when she realizes, oh, shit, I didn't get him anything. But she has to be at the restaurant in 30 minutes. So I'm like, girl, at this point, you may as well just give him like some head or something because <laughs> you ain't finna make it. Like you ain't finna. <laughs> 30 minutes? Nah, ain't no way you can come up with a, with a gift that quick. <laughs> Mm-hmm. you gotta get dressed you gotta head over just mm-hmm. give them sex or something so but she just decided to take Maya's book <laughs> talking about something like you can just go to the bookstore get another one it ain't like you doing nothing else tonight oh well damn well, John. well Maya used to like to throw that shade so she did there you go you, I, you know it's hard it's hard not to feel bad for her but then you flash back you flash back to those times that she said some some really mean stuff to Joan when she ain't have no dates. So, mm-hmm. but Maya's really put off by this comment. She looks really sad, and Joan realizes that, and she apologizes to Maya. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh God, I'm sorry, girl. That was a little bit harsh. You know what? I love you, and we will cry together tomorrow. But this is my first really good Valentine's Day, so I'm gonna go and change. I'll see you later. And then she heads out to change, and Joan's at the blue bar. It's a, it's a really interesting setup, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's chair. It's uh, chairs and tables for Valentine's Day. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And she's waiting for Ellis to arrive. She has this guy playing the guitar for her and him, which I thought that that was, at first glance, I thought that that was something the restaurant provided for everyone because it was Valentine's Day. But apparently she paid him herself and hired him to play music for her and Ellis which like okay um so she's <laughs> oh my God, what the fuck anyway yeah like what the fuck so she's waiting waiting for alice waiting and he doesn't come 
motherfucker. Mm. And you know what? I will say, shout out to the guy playing guitar. He's, um, if you guys know him, he's Rachu from Rachu and the crew from Apollo, the live TV show. You ever seen Apollo Theater? Oh, shit. That's him? And Dancing with Stars. Yeah, he's the uh, band leader. So I actually sang Amateur Night back in 2011. And he played my music for me. So um, that's okay. the first person on the show that I've worked with before. How was that? How, how did that thing that you rub before you get in? Was it oh, soft? The, the Tree of Hope or some shit? Yeah, it's the Tree of Hope. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was a fun time. It was a fun time. But yeah, he's there and he's, he's uh, waiting to play. And that's the funny part. He's not even there to play for her. Because he's not there, he has to sit there and just do nothing until Ellis gets there. Mm-hmm. And William arrives to talk to Joan. I don't even know why he gets there to talk to her. But he thinks that that's Ellis and he starts to play. And, and Joan's like, nah, nah, that ain't him. That ain't him. But we get a little bit more about the storyline with William not being able to tell Monica that he quit the firm. Mm-hmm. He plans on telling Monica the truth after he uh, liquors her up. And he's going to tell in a public place so she can, you know, so she won't make a scene. But yeah, Ellis doesn't show up. Joan is worried. What did you think when he wasn't there? I said, this nigga flopped. This nigga done flopped on home Valentine's Day. Fuck this nigga. You should go over to his motherfucking house and key his motherfucking car and put a motherfucking brick in his window. Huh. What if um, you didn't know if he was in danger or something? What if he... He ain't in no motherfucking danger. Well, we know that now, but like... That's a lie. He ain't what no motherfucking... What if like, you go and put a, a brick in his window due to the hospital? Like... <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you gotta wait till you get the facts in the court of law, right? And then, once you got the facts, let's say if he didn't do what, you know, what we find out later in the episode... Then you do what I said, because he tried it. Yep, yep, he's not there. And so, oh boy, the guitarist, we don't get his name. I'm calling him Ray, because he's Ray in real life. He's like, you know, can I just leave? Because, like, this is my busiest night of the of the year. That's when uh, old boy leaves, and then Maya comes in to find Joan at her table. And Joan's like, oh my God, Maya, you have my last clue? And she's like, no, I don't have your clue. She don't got the clue. She got some damn news. The news is she sees Jones nigga at Cafe Ole. You don't got to whisper. <laughs> oh. We all know. She sees Jones nigga at Cafe Ole with some bitch. Salt at salt. <laughs> Cafe <Salts>. Ole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is Cafe Ole? At salt with some bitch. And yeah. she was like, don't blame the messenger. Don't try to come for me because I'm just telling you what the fuck I saw. I know okay? you girls like to tussle. <laughs> but you know what's funny? She had to run into the restaurant to tell her this. Whereas nowadays she would just take video and photos and just send it to her phone mm-hmm. and then drop a pin. Well, she knows mm-hmm. she know where they at. But at first, Joan don't believe her, I guess. I don't understand. Okay, so it's neat to hear. Okay. Roses are red, violets are blue. Your man is over there cheating on you. Mm-hmm. And that's when Joan gets the picture. So they head over to Salt. And uh, there's Ellis at a table with a woman holding her hand. Mm. Um, when you first saw this, did you notice something that was kind of weird? Is she pregnant? Nah. See, when I first saw this, I was like, 
he sees Joan, but he ain't like scared that she sees him. He's not jumping Mm. up. He's still holding her hand like nothing happened. Like he's not worried that Joan's seeing him at this table with this woman. Mm -hmm. He continues to hold her hand. Mm. So Joan walks in and she sees Ellis and she goes, Ellis, why? (laughs) The way she says why. Like, what do you mean? She's like, why? And he's like, hey, Joan, this is um, Sylvia. And they have a secret. She pregnant with his baby. And she looked pregnant, pregnant, bitch. Oh, she is fucking pregnant. So that's what, okay, that gives me all kinds of questions. Uh Uh-huh. First off, Ellis, this is not something where it was like he was cheating on Joan. They did a movie a year ago, dated, broke up. He hasn't heard from her until now. Mm-hmm. Well, we already know she about nine months pregnant, right? Nah, I was going to say eight to nine months. She looked like she about to pop. Yeah. Right. Well, she had a baby later on, so we know she close. So why all of a sudden are you hitting up Ellis? What was the thing that made you go, I need to call Ellis? After all these months. Now. Right. And you've been pregnant. Mm -hmm. You've been pregnant this whole time. Why are you just now hitting him up eight to nine months after you got pregnant? What do you think it is? I don't don't know. You know, the only thing... The only thing that I can think of was maybe they lost touch with each other right after they fucked or some shit. And then now she finally decided, was like, okay, I'm going to do my due diligence to try to find out where the fuck this thing is at. Because remember, this is early 2000s. So it's not as easy to, once you, once somebody changes their number or like, it's a wrap. You see what I'm saying? So that's the only thing I could think of, if even that, because I can't think of anything else. (laughs) I can't think of anything else either. I'm like... I mean, you can't, it wasn't like, well, I done tested all these dudes to see if they're the baby's father and <laughs> you're oh, the only one could left. Do that. Nah, because you can't test the baby in the womb without oh, okay. uh, endangering the child. I watch a lot of crime shows, so I know this. But even <laughs> if that was the case, even if you could test the DNA, what you got, one of his old toothbrushes or like some of your old panties, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, How if she you? do that brujera, she might have some of his hair in the brush. The what brujera? It's the Spanish word for um for for which which bruja bruja. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right, but brujera bruji. All my Spanish, which is out there. To say. Um, but I bet there's a listener right now that's like yelling at their their phone. <laughs> In their car driving, like it's called this Etsy. Y'all know, y'all know what I mean. My bad for butchering it, but you know, all, all the Spanish witches out there, they know what I'm talking about. If you do that brujera, you gonna have it for for insurance. Oh, for insurance, damn. Keep your old boyfriend shit like DNA for in case insurance a ni- in case a nigga try you. You know, like a hair, a toothbrush, or something. That's evil. <laughs> but yeah, there's no good reason why this lady waited all the way to the end. Except for I don't I didn't know how to contact Ellis. Y'all don't got emails? No, forget it. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. It's a TV show. Is another thing. Yeah. 
you don't really change your emails like you that. You don't really like, change that. So, <sighs> you know, this reminds me of, you know, this, uh, this fucking <laughs> insecure storyline right here. Mm. <laughs> Lawrence and Issa. Mm-hmm. But Lawrence and Issa have more merit. They knew each other. They was living together. They they knew each other. They was together these, for like five years. These yeah, this shit where they still knew Joan, and then we see her like, oh my god, what about me? What about I'm like Joan? You just met this nigga, my girl. That and like chill. Like he just found out about the baby too. Like what? <laughs> you think he can make clear decisions right now <laughs> about stuff like that? Yeah, and um, you really trying to be a stepmom to a nigga? You. You know what? Remember when we was talking about Insecure and I was like, I think, I don't know if I said this off mic, but when I found out on Insecure when Lawrence was having a baby with Con... Was it? Condoleezza? <laughs> Condoleezza. Con, con, Condoleezza Condola. Con, constipation. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, do he really got to take care of it? <laughs> I know that sounds bad, y'all, but like, literally the first thing that came to my mind was like, what if he just didn't take care of it? And I just mean, move then, in with Issa and just start a life with Issa. Just ignore the baby. I mean, then I guess that would make him like a deadbeat like a lot of these other niggas. I mean, it happens a lot. I but, mean, yeah. <laughs> but literally, I'm promoting I that. And I don't, I'm not even that kind of person, but I wanted Lawrence and Issa to work so bad that I was like, damn, what if he just like ignored it? <laughs> like, but also, and just was like, Issa, do you really want a nigga who don't be taking care of his kids? Mm. Yeah, that is a bad thing to add to your resume your parenting Mm-mm. resume that you got a kid out there that you ain't taking care of <sighs> it's it's just ugh. that's tough i mean i don't care what ellison and john they don't have what Issa and lawrence had y'all barely how long right. y'all been together a few months like, like five <laughs> minutes mm-hmm. y'all it ain't even that big a deal but moving on after the commercial break they're both sitting at salt uh sylvia's gone and joan asks ellis were you in love with her yeah, but, you know, it didn't work out. I mean, we had fun. We just knew we didn't have a future together. Until now. But he's so excited to be a father. He's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a dad. And mm-hmm. Joan says it takes more than fertilizing an egg to be a father. Oof. Um, That's a bar. It is. Mm. But why are you saying that to him, though? He ain't do nothing. He's he's think, he's going to raise this child. Like, why she said that to him? Mm. I said, oh. Joan, do you have something to say? Step up to the mic. Like. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> you know, don't be shy, baby. Step on up to the mic. Come on, come a little closer. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand why you said that to him. He's not a deadbeat. The baby ain't even popped out yet, so yeah, he ain't showing you weird. to be a person that don't take care of his kids. Why? Why even say that? Or maybe it could be something like you just made the baby, but now you have to take care of it. So unless you're really trying to take care of the baby. Don't call yourself a father. That's the only thing I can think of. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of men go, I'm going to be a father. That's what I'm saying. It's a common phrase. Like, <laughs> I don't know, chill. <sighs> I didn't get but, that line either. But Yeah, it's like, ugh, Joan, you messy. Um, But Joan wants to know where that leaves her and Ellis. And that upsets him because she's asking questions about herself when he just found out this news too. He can't be bothered with how this affects Joan right now. Mm-hmm. You know, Issa handled this shock way better. I will say, she was more like, "I'm gonna leave it in your hands." What, so what you gonna do? So what you gonna do? <laughs> Not like, so what about me? <laughs> I mean, I also feel like at the end of the day, 
it kind of has something to do with you, but not really, since y'all just started dating. Like, yeah, nigga, what you finna do? I ain't the well, one that's pregnant. Yeah, he he can't deal with it. He gets up and walks off, and Joan quickly apologizes, you know, because she thinks he's walking off because of her, and he's like, nah, I just need to clear my head for a sec. So he leaves, and Maya comes back. She's been watching this all from the side, like, you know, somewhere in the cafe, but far away. And she comes by, she's like, oh my God, what happened? He, I saw him storm off. Like, what'd you say to him? And Joan said, I asked him how this whole thing affects me. Maya's like, no, you didn't. Joan, the man is having a baby. And unless you're the baby's mama, you ain't got boo to say except how many onesies do you need? And you, you, ain't, you don't need to say that, but... Don't even yeah. say that. I was like, you, I was like if you don't, <laughs> you don't offer onesies, you may well offer some huggies too. Right, and some pamphlets yeah. and some formula, yeah, don't, even, don't even start that. Because you ain't even a parent. You ain't nothing. You don't even pay money for this child. All you gotta say is be like, damn, that's crazy. What you gonna do, though? And any <laughs> anything that... <laughs> that is the go-to conversation. I'd be like, oh, damn, you ready? You ready for that? Damn, that's crazy. Shit. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> split the words to add razzle-dazzle. That's crazy. <laughs> what are you gonna do? And yeah, at that point, Joan should just be like, yeah, it ain't gonna work. Forget it. And move on. She should have moved on right then and there. Because you can't guarantee yeah. that he's gonna be be in a relationship with you and have a kid with somebody else. You can't guarantee that. But Joan says that Ellis always got something going on. There's always some kind of thing going on with Ellis. It's the red carpet shit. It's the, the magazine shit. It's always something. And she goes, I don't bring any drama into this relationship. I'm such an easygoing girlfriend. Maya's like, damn, you delusional as fuck. That's what I would have really. said that she's easygoing, but she's right if we want to go tit for tat. Yeah, he's brought more drama. Yeah, she she may be naggy, 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 whatever. Naggy. But yeah, but she don't got no, no, uh, no baby. No baby daddies, uh, none of that. She mm-hmm. don't be, she don't be cheating on him. Mm-hmm. You know. And she be chilling. She's a little naggy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joan realizes that she's being selfish, you know, and Maya reminds her what's most important is what's good for that baby. How do you think Joan should be feeling right now? I think she should be feeling like, fuck, this shit mad annoying. I actually like somebody, but now he's going to be a baby daddy and I'm not trying right. to be nobody's stepmom. So then yeah, I got to break, break up with him by force. Like... <laughs> Can't have nothing. Damn. Yeah. We just want Joan to be happy. She can't have nothing. Oh well, you'll find another one, Joan. You'll be fine. She do. You get you get niggas, Joan. You'll be fine. Right. You're gonna be okay. The niggas. The niggas. (laughs) Oh wow. (laughs) I like the way that that rolls off the jaw. Yeah. Doesn't that sound fancy? Like French. I feel like in France they said niggas or something like that. Ooh, niggas. <laughs> they say this shit over there. They say it. I watch old movies from like the the fifties and sixties. They 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 had that word over there. Not nigger. Um, no, 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 no. Not nigger. There's an accent somewhere. Mm. Everybody races in their own language. True. So Ellis comes back. And Maya runs off to give them space to talk. And Ellis says that he needs more than just a walk. He's going to go home and try to figure this shit out. Ellis, you should have been doing. Your old girl look like she about to pop. You should go make sure she don't. her water don't break. 
and you got to rush us to the hospital. Mm-hmm. But Joan apologizes. And for now, she's going to talk about the baby and what's best for the baby. And what's best for that baby is to have a family. So she suggests that he get back with Sylvia. Because they used to be together back in the day. They had something. They owe it to that baby to find out if they can make it work. Hmm. That's mature of her. Mm-hmm. It can be very painful to be that honest, but Jesus. Right. Like, girl. I mean, yeah, it can be. But honestly, like... She, I, yeah, y'all haven't been together this long to be making, yeah, <laughs> making like, it this hard of a decision to make here. Yeah, yeah. It's not even that... Um, Y'all haven't been together for that long for you to be this invested. Like, it's... it's... Yeah. I also think part of it is that Joan has that timeline that she wants where she's trying to get married and she's trying to have kids and she has that two-year mark and the marriage mark and she realizes that this is going to set her back and that's where this is kind of being fueled from. She's not going to get this time back. Mm-hmm. So... Ellis goes and he agrees. She's like, all right, I need to see if I can work it out with Sylvia. So then we get the next scene. It's Savad and Lynn. They're on a Valentine's date. It's a picnic in the park at night. It's really dangerous. It looks dangerous, to be honest. But And it'd be cold in LA at night sometimes. I'm not going to hold you. And I don't know about, I know that parks in New York are mad. Uh, you, you sketchy. Really mad sketchy. I don't know how it is in L.A., but in New York, you about to get mugged. The mug, somebody going to try to murder y'all. Y'all shouldn't be out there like that. Mm-mm. And why does it have to be at night? Like, why can't you just do that in the daytime? Everybody, because everybody be like, oh, it's so much more romantic at night. Well, you know what? It don't even need to be dark. Y'all ain't finna do nothing. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> it ain't like y'all finna, like, get to second or third base out in the park so y'all could have did this during the day i don't know why it gotta be dark like that but i guess they're looking at the stars though but you know what looking at the stars is cool but you ever like lay down with somebody and look at the clouds Mm. Mm. i did that on a valentine's day date one time if y'all want to look at the the stars that bad go ahead and do it but if y'all want to do something during the day look at the clouds cash apper the way, like the way the clouds move and um, the shapes that they make, it's really beautiful. I'm just saying. Mm. So they're laying there looking at the stars, and Lynn is trying to like give his, like move his le- her leg on top of his to, su- to entice Savat. But let me tell you something, Lynn. This dude is celibate, <laughs> right? On purpose. He's not an involuntary celibate. He's not having sex on purpose. For five fucking years. So a little leg, a little leg ain't gonna do shit. Mm-hmm. You can show him some ass, you can show him some titty, it ain't gonna work, nothing gonna work. But then all of a sudden she pretends that she saw a spider and then she rolls on top of him. <laughs> it don't work. And he's like, I know what you're trying to do. I think at this point, Savage should just leave. You know good and well she can't stick to the celibacy thing with you. She's already showing weakness. Yeah. His name is Slava? Sivad. 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 Oh, S-I-V-A-D. That's an interesting name. Yeah, I don't know where this relationship is going to go. Yeah, he already said he broke up with the last girl because she didn't, she couldn't stay celibate with him. And she, it didn't work for her. So why do you think it's going to work for Lynn? She already trying to lay on top of you and trying to coerce you and shit. Like, 
you want to be down this road trying to trying to deal with this? Savad tells Lynn he just wants to focus on each other's mental, not the physical. And Lynn says that's not fair. It's Valentine's Day. You're my chocolate. And I want to eat it. Or at least lick it. Oh, hell, just let me unwrap it and look at it. That is a clever, very interesting line. It's very vivid. Um, yes. It's, it's very... it, it, it sounds like a, a bar from a nasty song. It does. But when you read it like that, like, it doesn't sound like something they put on a TV show. Like, it seemed almost too Explicit. sexual for a TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he says, you're looking at celibacy as if you're depriving yourself of something. But for him, it's not deprivation. It's enrichment. He wants them to connect on a deeper level. So Vaughn's like, I can understand if you can't, you know, you can't rock with my celibacy. But she said, no, nah, I'm good. I could do it. But that's not the truth. We know that. So in order to stop herself from like touching him, she socially distances herself from him the rest of the date. Mm. Mm, see how I use that? Mm-hmm. And that's when he pulls out a gift for her. And she thinks it's some kind of sex thing, but it's not. It's in a scroll. It's like a um, rolled up piece of paper. It's a fucking poem. Listen, writers, poetry. I've written poetry before. Not diminishing the fact that it's a poem and he worked hard on it, but we grown. Don't nobody want a motherfucking poem as a fucking um, Valentine's Day gift. Y'all got me fucked up. I'd rather get the card with the two black people on it from Todd. <laughs> oh, right, running yeah. through the dandelions. Give me some. Give me some mildly racist stuff. I'll we'll talk you, it out <laughs> for the sapphire diamonds. And it's like, yeah. you you did all of this. Why couldn't you just, if you was gonna do something based in like, oh, this is sentimental. Why can't you just take her to a nice dinner then? If you're not trying to give an actual gift, what is this shit where you taking her? This low effort date on Valentine's Day where you took her to a park at night. The freaks come out at night. Not right. safe. You just sitting here laying, looking at the stars, reading poems. Bitch, we could have did that anywhere. Mm-hmm. But apparently his poetry is like his version of sex. Like that's the closest you can get to him without having sex. That's like his thing. So he reads it. And when he gets done, Lynn says, dang, who knew my soul had a G spot? He said, I did. Ooh, Savon. Okay. He says, I did. Bitch. I still don't like poems, but. I guess. Uh, <laughs> so back at Tony's place, we get Tony and Todd. Todd has a new watch that Tony got him from Valentine's Day. And he's super excited. He's sitting on the edge of the bed, waiting for her to come back out of the bathroom. She's getting dressed or something to properly thank him. And she comes out of the bathroom. She is dressed as some type of black exploitation, Foxy Brown situation. I want you, what you, what? <laughs> One of those. She comes out and she says, sucker. What you want? Huh? Oh, you want a little pickaninny? Ain't your mama? Come on, Mr. Charlie, what you want? What? <laughs> um, damn, damn. She got the, the afro. It's Which, like, she looks great, by the way. I love this style on her. It um, works. You don't like it? The fro in the 70s it, situation? As a Halloween costume, yeah. Yeah, like, that look works on her. If she was in that time period, oh, yeah. It's oh, a look. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. She looks good in pretty much anything she wears. I trust mm-hmm. that she can wear whatever. This actually reminds me of, um, you've seen Chewing Gum, right? 
Oh, when she continue. When she, yeah. When she dates the white guy and he wants her to dress up like a um in like some African regalia. <laughs> but I can't. It was so funny because like she has like a spear in her hand and she she's like saying something like some African chant and he's like on the bed like his hands in his pants like and it was like at first he was a regular old white guy like he seemed into her and then the more she kept hanging out with him he seemed more like like into the black thing like their first date he's like that he takes her to a jazz club she's like oh my god this is so cool do you sing jazz and he's like nah i don't i don't sing any jazz well not as good as you do She's like, wait, what? <laughs> like the, the the stereotype that all black people can sing. Oh. Uh, so he says I that mean, to her. And she's like, singing? she's like, oh, I don't sing. Not all black people can sing. No, I didn't say that. I just said, you know, we be singing. <laughs> White people, um, not all black people can sing. No, Let's just no. cut that out right now. Not all black people can dance either, but you're more likely to find a group of black people that can dance. Rather than a group of black people that can sing. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But We're sticking to that. Me Final that. answer. <laughs> but Todd is like, he's confused as to why Tony dressed like this. And she's like, it's your fantasy, right? I'm just trying to fill your fantasy. And he's like, oh, damn it. Is this about the card? And she basically is like, I'm not interested in being your black girlfriend. Um, I'm going to say this right now. I don't like that. Is this the way you tell him? Like, if he does this continuously, I feel like this might be appropriate. But if he's only done this one time, maybe a strong conversation would be the best way to deal with this. Okay, we can do that. Or we can nip it in the bud from the get-go so that he knows <laughs> not to try it again. <laughs> but you come see what on, I'm though. Saying? I mean, it's like, here's the it's thing. a here's little the thing. much. I see what you're saying, right? But it's like, you know when, like you're in a new office space or at work and then somebody tries you and try to say something slick and you can either let it rock until it gets to something more or you can check it right there and then you're gonna have to come out with some ak-47s but whatever right verbal verbal ak-47 postal right (laughs) we're not condoning they gonna know oh she not the one Two or the motherfucking three. So, I mean, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, what if that was just a mistake? We could just, I mean, you can nip it in the bud by just having a conversation, too. I'm just, you can. I know you like to tussle. Etsy like to tussle. So, we on two different. Yo, me and Etsy, we be rocking on the same topic a lot. No, but sometimes it be like the angel and devil on the shoulders, right? Who's the devil? Girl, please. I'm the angel. I'm 100% the angel. You be out here making people almost low-key get in fights. I'm, I'm just like, like listen, to... listen. All you got to do is set that motherfucker straight. If you got to come in that motherfucking foxy brown outfit, then do that shit. So that nigga don't come with no... The first card going to be the black couple. The second card going to be some type of slave shit. And then you're going to be tight that you ain't... <laughs> that you ain't nipping in the box the first time. Oh, my God. Like one of them postcards. Yes. <laughs> yikes but the thing is he was talking about like i bought the card because i wanted to show you that i acknowledge that we come from two different worlds 
what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. Ain't, don't we want him to see color? We don't want him to be like, nah, I don't see color. No, I want you to see the color. Right. I mean, how you not going to see all that sexy chocolate in front of you? Don't try to play. Right. So <laughs> I, I would be like, all right, cool. But just next time, like, I understand we come from two different worlds, but there's other ways to show that. There's other ways to acknowledge that. You don't mm-hmm. have to give me a card with two black people on it when you're not black. So who is this couple? It's who not is us. the next person. It's, it ain't us. <laughs> who is it? Why are you gonna give me a card with two black people? I know good and well that ain't us. Mm-hmm. Tony's like, what if I got you a card with two white Jewish people wearing beanies, eating heart shaped bagels? <laughs> she called them beanies. <laughs> 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 I feel like I heard that before somewhere. Them, He's them, like, them, them circle shits to be on the hat. Yamakas. Yeah. So he's like, okay, okay, I understand. He apologizes. And Tony has a heart to heart and says, you know, you're not the first white guy I've dated. And a lot of times they're only with her because they think it's exotic to be with a black woman. Damn, that's fucked up. Sometimes they hide it really well. Sometimes they do. Yeah. Niggas be hiding shit very well. White niggas, black niggas. <laughs> What's the mm. point then? What's the fucking point? Amy, hiding, child. I ain't gonna hold you. Actors. But I think she's making a big deal about it with Todd because she really likes him. And she says, But if that's all I am to you, I really can't handle it. I want more than sapphires from you, baby. I want this to work. Oh, so do I, baby. Dang, she really likes this white dude. Aw, she likes this white nigga. That's cute. Even though he's short, like, she don't care. That's yeah. cute. Good for her, man. So, um, William's at dinner with Monica for Valentine's Day. I was surprised that she, he actually caught up with her. I thought he was trying to avoid her. Mm-hmm. But he's like, you know, Monica, there's something I need to tell you. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, what is it, William? Are you gay? Are you bisexual? <laughs> Are you married? I know you ain't dumb enough to quit your job. So what is that? Yo, he got so offended when she said, are you bi? He's like, no, Monica, my God, have I ever given you any reason to go there? And I'm like, you've given plenty of viewers reasons to go there. Exactly. Because I'll tell you what, if he had honestly come out and said he was bi at that point, I would have been like, okay, that tracks. I'll do ya. Yeah, I could believe it. Um, and she knows he's healthy because he got a physical, so she, or she know his medical history, I guess. So he basically is like, "Yep, I'm bisexual." That's what he ends up telling her. He'd rather say he's bi, which honestly, is that the better choice? Did I put that as a better choice? No, it's not. Well, I guess it's not, considering the proclivities of black women. I don't even know why mm-hmm. she stayed with him after finding out. Yeah, I was like, "Bitch, yeah, I don't know if that's realistic, girl." Yeah, Monica seemed totally fine with it. I'm like, eh. Nah, that's not even a part of her character. Uh-uh. You that's not. I think in real life, either thing that he told her would have made her break up with him. I don't see Monica dealing with the bisexual thing. Especially later on when Joan's like, where are you supposed to be right now? And William says, uh, with Ivan, my boy toy in West Hollywood. Monica's cool with you having a boy toy and then coming home yeah, to her? it's like... So not only are you bisexual, you trying to be in a polygamous relationship, like, or are you? Ch- yeah, she's allowing you to cheat. Yeah, that, that, I just don't make no sense. Think about that one. I think they more used it as like a joke. It was right. the funny around it that that they wrote it like that. My boy toy. I think nowadays 
it would have been written a lot different. But William's like, I'm not here to come out to you, though. I'm just here to check on you and see how you're doing with this whole Ellis situation. I stood there and I said all the right things to Ellis. I was the bigger person. Hell, I was noble. And he left me to go to her. But what I really wanted was for him to see how noble I was and then say he couldn't possibly leave someone so noble and stay with me. She really just wanted the baby and the mom to move away to Ziwatanejo. I just want to say Ziwatanejo. Mm. Um, I love this part. It was so funny where Joan lays in his lap and says, I let a good one go. You farted? No. <laughs> Alice. Oh. <laughs> that's i mean i know it's like a kid like silly fart joke but i don't know that just made me laugh so fucking hard when i watched it and ellis comes to the door he has some news he said that why how could he be a good father to the baby that was just born the baby boy when he's not even setting up a good example of being yourself and being true and be happy with whoever the fuck you're supposed to be with so now he wants to be with a joan I just, I still can't get over this timeline. The baby was just born that day. Like, this one was really waiting down to the wire to tell this man about his kid. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you right now, the baby's out, right? Go ahead and get a DNA test. See if that baby's yours. Yeah. Pretend like you just want to hold a baby and you wiping up some spit off of his, off of the, um. If you don't want to say it with your chest. (laughs) Yeah, just get like a, you know how babies spit up a lot and they drool a lot. Or just put, put in that little container, get a Q-tip. Yeah, <laughs> just to make sure. Because, you know, something ain't right about this timeline. So William hears all this. He's on the couch. He starts to cry because, you know, they're getting back together. And Ellis goes, oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was interrupting. And William says, don't worry. I'm I'm just her bisexual friend. <laughs> Which is like, okay. that's And it gets a laugh, but it's like, okay. <laughs> so in the final, final scene, William's at the lunch spot with monica and he tells monica he's not bisexual he just told her that so she wouldn't know what was really going on and monica's like i knew you weren't bi she said i just got tired of guessing that makes more sense i guess but now she's getting worried because he keeps dragging it out like he won't tell her what's going on so he's like okay you know that huge case i've been trying yes the one that's been keeping me away from you spit it out won that sucker and got a huge bonus <laughs> taking us to italy first class. italia hmm he got money. She jumps up in his arms. She's super excited. I'm like, damn, he has to take her to Italy to cover up another lie? Mm-hmm. To cover up the original lie? Mm-hmm. A lie on top of a lie. That's the worst type of lies. Damn. Well, good luck to y'all. That's the end of the episode. So um, now we're on to the oh hell yes moment of the episode. And Etsy, what's your oh hell yes moment? My oh hell yes moment is Tony checking her white nigga for giving her that motherfucking card. Yes, that's my oh hell yes moment. Oh, I can't believe you. Someone is going to say, some people will say it's a little bit much, but I say go hard or go home. I'm someone. Because <laughs> y'all could have just had a damn conversation. And then if you do it again, then you can consider buying the outfit. But let's just sit down and have a damn conversation like adults. Damn. <laughs> She bought the outfit with the fist. (laughs) That's too much, man. Well, my oh hell yes moment is when Ellis gets mad at at Joan for asking how it's going to affect her, how this whole pregnancy thing is going to affect her. 
an honorable mention goes to uh to maya for checking her on that too because joan you may as well just head on out this is a head on out situation mm-hmm. as soon as he told you this shit just forget about it no more relationship so let him be a father mm-hmm. right Shout a nigga a whole baby and you just found out and the baby was born like a few days later like nah the baby is here here the baby is here it's a lose-lose situation if you stay you with a nigga who's a baby daddy great oh and talk you, you're a stepmom now <laughs> and you some type of stepmom which girl hell no but then if the nigga leaves and doesn't take care of the kid and stays with you. It's like, do you really want to be with this nigga who's a fucking deadbeat dad deadbeat. who don't be taking care of his kids? Ooh. It's a lose-lose, girl. Just did. Damn. Anyway, yeah. next week, next week's episode is called Sex, Lies, and Books. In this episode, we catch up with Monica and William in Italy. That's going to be cool to see that. Different scenery will be great. Um, but yeah. The budget done kicked in, child. They got something, you know, I love when they change sets because that's when you see the money. They're getting ratings. Everything's ramping up. They're mm-hmm. getting a little more money to throw around and stuff. It's actually pretty mm. cool. So uh, hit us up on Twitter at Hell Yes Girl. If you want to chat about girlfriends, we're always looking to chat and talk about theories. And you know what? I've never seen girlfriends fan fiction. Mm. You know, we never really got a proper ending to the show. Season yes. eight kind of abruptly ended i would love to see someone write some fan fiction about what's going on with joan now mm-hmm. does she have any kids is she's married mm-hmm. since she was fainting so much like damn yeah did tony come back to la did she mend her friendship with joan how's jabari doing i would love to for someone who's really good at it because i've seen some people that could be good at it write some really good fan fiction That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. We'll promote it. Just let us know. Um, Also, hit up your uh, favorite podcast platform or wherever you're listening to us right now. Go ahead and give us five stars or give us a great review and let us know how well we're doing. Um, Anything else? Etsy Row. No. Shout out to you guys for supporting us. We really appreciate it. Another new year. Another year full of blessings and yeses and confirmations and bookings and deposits and all my hot girls out there. Sugar daddies. Yes. Amen. Spin it. Spin it. it. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to the people that are recently discovering the podcast. I've seen a few uh, tweets where some people are like, hey, oh my God, I love the show. And they're like, early early in our catalog so uh shout out to y'all y'all won't hear this for a while until y'all get to us but (laughs) we know you exist so thank you so much anyway until next week i am nettie smith and i am at zero and you guys be safe have a great week